Hi, I'm Melissa and welcome to the Mummy Warriors podcast where we can normalize the conversation of motherhood and delve into issues that are quite often swept under the rug. Join me every single Tuesday for a brand new episode with a brand new topic. This is a mummy's club you want to be a part of. Hi and welcome back to the Mummy Warriors podcast. I'm your host Melissa and today I have the pleasure of being joined by Nita who is a mother of two who is kindly going to share her story to motherhood, to postpartum depression and to rediscovering herself. Nita, thank you for joining the Mummy Warriors podcast. Hello, nice to see you again. Nice to see you again. So I just want to go straight into it. I want to know who Nita was before she became a mother. Well, Hello, everyone. <laughs> my name is Nita. Um, I'm from Taiwan and now live in UK with my husband, James, and two kids, Abby and Benji. So before kids, I work in logistic industries so or handling like hundreds of orders and projects to ship out from the UK. But since having kids, I choose to take one of the most tiring, challenging and no paid jobs <laughs> to be a full-time mom. And I have to say that it's not an easy journey. No, no. And I think there's a lot of misconception that being a stay-at-home mum is easy and it's the yeah. easier part of the the deal, but it's not because you, you don't get a lunch break. <laughs> no, <laughs> you can't even go to toilet. You don't have toilet break as well. No, you don't have no break at all. It's constant no. and a day off really is 24 hours a day. Yeah. So what was your journey through pregnancy? Well, because I have two kids. So the first one, Abby, the first pregnancy was quite smooth. Um, but then I'm facing a like life-threatening challenge after giving the birth because I had really like heavy blooding issues. I have to rush to hospital, have like emergency uh, surgery to get ready get rid of the stuff inside my wound and that's really really like triggered my um, postnatal depression because it just before having kids I start thinking oh it's a really big responsibility and I already doubt myself a little bit and then after having this life-threatening surgery I was like oh I can't even taking care of myself how can I taking care of this little one and then yeah I just remember that time just so dark and I can't stop crying for like months but then I start doing like workout and then um, ease off this kind of depression so I, I I think I'm getting better and then and then the it's a really big decision to have the second kids because I have this really um, traumatized experience. So yeah. having a second kid is just like, should I? But I really want to give my daughter have uh, like sibling because like kind of sibling love is so so nice. And eventually, parents will be gone. I, yeah. I don't want my kids to be alone. Like, yeah, she can have friends, but I don't. Want I get her it. To- yeah, you know what I mean, right? So, yeah. so I have a second kid, Benji, and then during the pregnancy, this time I have a just gestational diabetes. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that is not fun at all. It's basically, you have to control your 
blood sugar and you can't have a carbs too much and I love pasta noodles everything <laughs> and so I have to stop that but for kids you do everything to make sure they are safe and yeah. healthy yeah so yeah I I remember at that time I because every meal after meal I have to poke my fingers to check the blood sugar I was like right. mm, I need to get revenge on this baby boom <laughs> yeah it's a like hundred times of like poking and but he she uh he bench is he of course he <laughs> bon- <laughs> sorry and he bones quite healthy and happy and so mm-hmm. yeah so the second one is not bad at all however after like three months giving the birth for second kids i start feeling like uncomfortable of my left hip I mm-hmm. thought it's kind of like um, probably during birth I did something wrong with my bones or pregnancy make my bone yeah. kind of dis- disconnect something like that. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. We all know when you heavy pregnant, it's really uncomfortable with bones. And but after like several checkout and then GP vis- visited, I find out that's a really big um, desmoid tumor in my left hip. Right. So I had I had a um, major surgery to remove remove that in November last year, and that's just made me feel again that kind of feeling like oh I can't control my health at all. How can I do this full time job of, as a mom? Yeah, yeah. So while dealing with your own health, yeah. you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's it's a lot to be present emotionally physically for your kids and then have to be present for yourself emotionally and physically for your own health you know yes and I thought especially the after the surgery the major surgery because I have really long scar and the healing is not it's it's a bit like c-session but it's yeah worse than c-session and I can't the kids want to have a hug and very clean but you can't do anything you can just no. just like don't touch mommy please it's so sore and they're just looking at you thinking why I can't touch you oh they don't understand no, yeah no. they don't yeah. understand so when did you begin to realize that you were losing yourself and what did that feel like for you oh I just I mentioned earlier like I guess the post-national depression didn't really go away at all I thought I can't I I thought they're gone but it's not I just hiding there under my emotions and then sometimes you just trigger and then you just feel so dark and you just feel like you're in a sinking bowl and you can't see a way out of your life yeah every day it's just the same you didn't wake up and feed the kids and then play with them and then oh again feed them play with them change nappies and day by day it's all the same and lockdown last year didn't help at all just feel you just stay home and trapped and you are my other half he has to work he can't help at all so you're just facing to your kids 24 hours basically basically yeah yeah and just so I just feel so dark and then I just feeling like if even if I'm not exist in this world things won't have difference 
of course it's not true but that's what i feel and yeah. lots of self-doubt and questioning i'm not a good mom because i can't be patient with them and um, why others can be so happy and successful from the social media because right. the social media is really like you compare yourself your, with your life media. to other yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. and that's yes. the, that's one of the things that um one of the reasons why I have the platform of the podcast because I sometimes feel that there isn't a balanced perception of motherhood you know yes. it kind of they kind of purposely put up these images that makes motherhood look easy and perfect happy. and it's happy yeah. and every um, kiss is angel no yeah no, no exactly <laughs> exactly so I completely understand and it resonates with me the perception of motherhood on social media because the perception can sometimes if you are going through something can make you feel like you're not doing something right yes yes I totally get it and it's not fair in one sense because it's like well hold on a second this person's life looks like their life is so happy and easygoing what's wrong with my life but then if it's an authentic thing then it's like okay but at the same time I guess with the social media you would only yeah. capture the happy moments you're not going to capture the yeah of course it's it's like uh, when you call your parents you don't mm-hmm. want to worry them so you always sell, tell them like oh I'm happy your kids are perfect they are fine yeah. so that's the same you show this side to the social media you don't really want to let other people know because probably you're not close especially if you're open account you don't want them yeah. to see your see. like really personal life yeah so, yeah oh, so at that time i just compare myself to the social media why they can have like a makeup on and yeah <laughs> happy and you know doing things so easy but look at myself like i'm clumsy and i can't even have the proper hair you know just that's awful it's yeah, really bad. Yeah. It is. It really is. But at the same time, it's so authentic, the journey that you're going through. I'm sure many, myself, it resonates with me because I lost myself during, um, I've only got one son. And because my life just literally became about him, I forgot yeah. about things that I like, um, even dressing up. Like I don't, I stopped making an effort especially yeah. with the whole lockdown situation. I just thought, well, there's no point. And then, you know, kids act out because they don't understand. They didn't understand what was going on. They want why to they... go out all the time. Exactly. And my son's a very outdoorsy person. And then obviously there's no school. So explaining that and just <laughs> everything is too and much. Can't, can't go to the park. Why I can't go to the park? Oh, because there's a virus. Why there's a virus? Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Lots of expression. Being a stay-at-home mum, your days can look the same. Well, they do essentially yeah, look the yeah, same. Yeah, especially because we both work before, so we know the working environments and things change, and you can have achievement from there. But mm-hmm. with kids, yes, they're cute when they say, "Oh, mommy, I love you." It's kind of yeah, yeah it's achievement, but it's different. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was your journey seeking help? Uh, what led you to the decision of 
wanting to make a change for what you was going through and getting external help from someone else? Because I start sensing myself getting these dark thoughts a lot and comparing mm-hmm. myself with someone else a lot. Why they can have career, I can't, and why I have to be stuck at home mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As, a, as a mom. And then so first thing I change is like, I can't start thinking this way. So I start getting exercise because exercise always make you feel better and feel happy even only like an hour but like it's me time so mm-hmm. you can concentrate only yourself and mm-hmm. to work on as hard as you want mm-hmm. no no kids at all well yeah. but well during lockdown is not like that but still it's it's still good <laughs> yeah yeah and then, and then the second thing is like um, I start thinking I, I need to do some change. And that's a opportunity I saw on Instagram. There's a like life self-belief coach. Mm-hmm. So I she has a like workshop. And I don't know why. Normally I won't do that, but at that time I probably really want someone to help me. Yeah. And her, her workshop say, Do you feel you've been tra- trapped in your life? I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, yes, this is yeah. me. So yeah. I signed in this workshop. And then it's just, even that 30 minutes workshop, it just really made me feel like this is what I want. I really need someone to guide me to walk through, uh, walk out the situation I have now. Yeah. She didn't give me any answer. She just asked me questions. Why? Like, yeah. for example, why you feel you are a bad mom? I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, because I didn't do this and I can't, I lose passion with my kids and mm-hmm. I'm now 24 hours on them. I use my phone sometimes and I give mm-hmm. them phones sometimes because I just want to have like an that hour. Time. Of, yeah, mm-hmm. have hour for myself or doing some things. And she's like, but there's everything's from social media. Why you want to compare yourself with this social media? You, mm-hmm. you know, there's, like we just discussed, it's not true because mm-hmm. no one really show their life. And mm-hmm. because this uh, self-belief life coach, she gave me really a lot of this challenge. So I just sit, think deep and then tear my old um, plaster away to put mm-hmm. new beliefs. Like, actually, I'm quite a good, mo- good mom. I'm yeah. doing exactly what I want to do with my kids. I want them mm-hmm. to be brave and have independent thinking mm-hmm. and happy to learn everything. Then, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm doing that. So why I have to doubt myself? So then it's become like building up the brick bit by bit. I feel yeah. much better. And I finally find my, um, my goal. I want to be like... I really, I really like fitness, so I want to challenge myself to take the certificate as a personal personal trainer. So yeah. I think this is yeah, this is my goal, and this is just me, my goals. So it's not one of the thing I really remember is she say it's not selfish. You want to taking care of yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You should, yeah, you should be the first priority always always you can't be you can't put your family or kids priority because then you are not happy they won't be happy 
exactly yeah. it's so true it's like yeah. number one changing your belief system because I used to feel exactly the same way you do and sometimes yeah. I it slips back sometimes where I feel like oh my god I'm being too selfish or I'm spending too much time on my own yes. and then I I snapped back to what I realized was I couldn't give my son all of me yeah if I wasn't happy or the best of me, I should say, if I wasn't happy, because yeah. I wasn't happy just putting him first. And one of the things that was making me unhappy is we had the lockdown. Yeah. And obviously he's not at school. I work from home. I'm home at home all the time. He's at home all the time. We're at home together all day. Then he didn't want to sort of sleep in his bed. And I had to put down that boundary because I felt like it was just t- too much too so much I, yeah so I just put the boundary of like you're gonna sleep in your bed so I can have my time for myself and it, it's made us actually both more happier because you know I, at first I felt is it wrong not to want to be around Push, your kid that, uh, pushing him away that yeah make you feel so guilty I think yeah the guilt the, the guilt thing yeah exactly as mum guilt is a real thing. And how are you coping now compared to where you were before with your guilt? How are you to, on like now in your journey of self-guilt and, and spending time with well, yourself? I think I I just now I remember one sentence like happy mom, happy kids, mm-hmm. happy wife, happy, happy life. Family. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so so like my husband always told me that. And and then I just feel like, yeah, why I have to contribute myself 100% to the kids? No, that's not fair. No. No, it's not fair. So I don't need to have this guilt because when I be with them, I'm there, be with them. And exactly. I put 100% with them. Then when I need rest, I tell them, like, okay, um, can you play by yourself for 10 minutes? And mommy need to go to, like, for example, toilet or I need yeah. to cook. Is that yeah. okay? And then they say, yes, okay. Then, okay, we have deal. So we walk away. I don't yeah. have guilt because she's happy. I'm happy. Yeah. yeah. And, but if she say, oh, mommy, no, no, no. Can I play more with you? I say, okay, five more minutes. Okay. Uh, after five minutes, I need to do something. Is that okay? And then she say, okay. So mm-hmm. now I, I learn I need to communicate with my kids more and make my like guilty feeling yeah boundaries and guilty feeling away so that's a you don't I think that's a that's a thing when you become a new mom you want to you want to put everything to your kids because everyone says so yeah the social media say oh you have to be with the kid you have to love your kid 100% yeah Uh, when you see your kid you will cry immediately no I didn't because I'm not that kind of mom yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, I think that's, that's the thing really um, that scared me but it's made me feel so depressed as well it's, it's, I'm not that kind of mommy mommy I yeah. don't immediately love my kids I don't I just told when I during that area um, period I just told James like I just can't feel my love with this little one I don't have that like, instant love I, mm-hmm. for me the love is building up it's just yeah. like any any relationship you have to build up your love. Yeah. I didn't cry when I saw my baby come out. I just think, oh, finally, I pushed this big <laughs> poo out. 
Yeah. My sister. <laughs> yes. So you, you you have to think this way, like yourself. You you still you. You didn't、yeah. change because someone put you are a mom now. That label、yeah, on you. Exactly. Yeah. So that is your job, not you. Yeah. That's what I feel. Yeah. yeah. Yes, that is exactly it. Is that is like now when I before I used to say when my son used to be like, "Oh, who are you?" and I'd be I used to just say, "Mum." Now I say, "I'm Melissa," because I'm Melissa first, and then I'm your mum. Yeah, I'm doing that now as well. That's funny、yeah. to mention that. When my daughter asks asks me, "Who are you?" I say, "Well, I'm Nita, and I'm your mummy." Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think that's that's a good recognition. Yeah, yeah, because before it used to be like, well, I'm just mummy, and that was just it. And then I remember I had a podcast with a lady called Amanda Hill、mm-hmm. Ryle,、yeah. and she has her own podcast. And she she basically asked me the same thing, like, who are you? And I was like, well, I'm Brandon's mum. And she was like, no, who are you? Like before you were Brandon's mum, who who yeah, who are you? Yeah, because when kids go to school nursery, everyone's like, "Oh, you're Abby's mummy. You're、yeah. Abby's something." Another,、mm-hmm. but I'm Nita. Why I have to be a mom?、Mm-hmm. Why you have to put that labels on, on me, you like, yeah, constantly,、exactly. constantly? Yeah. And yeah, as,、exactly. as I said, I I completely understand, and I think it's amazing as well that you saw that. You needed help or wanted assistance, and you、yeah. st- you went out and asked rather than sit and be inside your head and not change anything. That in itself is what a good is is a good mother, you know, yes, to get the best、yes. version of you. Yeah, I think that's really important. Like every mom has to realize you are not even you are doing a good job because you、mm. think you are doing good, good job, but basically you are doing a great job. Because、mm-hmm. not everyone can do this tough job. No, yeah, no, and it's no. not a shame. You want to seek for help because when you when you are sick, you want to see a doctor. So when you're my sick, of course you need someone to help you to get better. So it's not a shame, seriously. And changing belief systems as well. Yeah, that's really I I feel much much healthier, happier. After I change my beliefs and build up a really strong good beliefs, so、mm-hmm. yes. And as well, what you're teaching your kids is that when you don't feel right, don't sit in it, change it. Yeah,、don't、exactly. Let don't it just, go on. Don't just like suck it out because it's、yeah. not good. Because no, you're just kind of hiding your emotion, and one day you'll just explode, and you might have a like. Panic attack or something. You don't want、mm-hmm. that to happen. So that's really important. You have to let go the emotion. And so one thing I remember in the、uh, coaching workout, and she's she asked me like, why you don't like crying? I say, well, because when I grow up, I cried once in the school, and then the teacher said, what are you crying for? You're so、mm-hmm. weak. So that kind of stuck at me. Yeah. And so when. When my kids cry, I'll say, "What are you crying for?"、Mm-hmm. You put that old beliefs to the kids, like、mm-hmm. you want. There's nothing to cry. Why you have to cry? And then、mm-hmm. because this coaching thing, and she's like, "What do you want to put the new label on this crying?"、Mm-hmm. And I say,、mm, "Crying is not a weakness. It's a relief. Yeah, relief your emotion."、Mm-hmm. And she said, "Okay." And so. I have these new beliefs. Then now, when my kids crying, I ask her, 
why are you crying? Are you hurt? And she say, mm -hmm. no, I'm not, I'm not hurt. I'm say, then why are you crying? It's because you're not happy or, mm -hmm. and then she said, I just want to, I just want to cry because something, something, something happened. So I feel yeah. upset or something. So no, I will, because I changed my beliefs. So I bring this to my kids as well. Mm -hmm. I won't just put my, I don't want to make them like me. Yeah. Me. yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah, so, and again, that's another example of being yeah. a great mom that's not shown on social media. Like yeah, exactly. changing habits that you know that aren't necessarily healthy, that were, you know, you were raised with your own belief system. And then allowing them to like changing it for them, you know, it's like yes. same thing with exact same thing you said is exactly the same thing I do with my son I change the belief system that it's not okay to cry um I yeah. don't generally cry a lot in front yeah, of my son too. um or in general <laughs> but I make it known to him when he's upset to speak your emotion Yes, release exactly so what is wrong with you so then yes. we can resolve it I don't want him to be stuck on the problem and not yeah. find the solution you know yeah especially because your son is a boy and yeah in this world people put a label on a boy like 100%. you can't cry because you 100%. have to be tough mm -hmm. I don't I think that's right you it's good to let go some yeah. emotion otherwise yeah. you'll get sick Definitely. Exactly. And then he'll yeah. express it when he's older unhealthily, which is what I don't yeah. want. Yeah, to her relationship, to his his relationship, no matter his life relationship or friendship, that is so bad. So mm -hmm. that's a, exactly the same thing I want to teach my kids. Exactly. Give them, yeah, give them permission yeah. to be able to express Cry, their laugh, emotion. Yeah. yeah. I exactly. always say as well, like, as long as you're doing it respectfully, because, you know, sometimes kids cry for no reason. Yeah, I know. And they have tantrums for no reason. So yeah. he can do that respectfully, as long as you stay within the respectful boundaries, which means not stamping, throwing outbursts. Yeah. I'm not going to accept that. But if you want to yeah. have a tantrum and have a moment, that's fine. You can that's do fine. that. I'm not yeah. going to engage in it. <laughs> I'm not going to pet you out of it. You have your emotion. You do what you need to do. And then yeah. I will, you know, be there for a hug afterwards. I'm not yes. going to, you know. Yeah, I'm I doing the same thing when she's crying for no reason. I was like, okay, I'm going to leave you alone mm -hmm. to cry for a few minutes. But I'm there. If you mm -hmm. need me, you just, mm -hmm. you just ask me like, mommy, I want a hug now. Okay, I will go. I will mm -hmm. come to you. But when you are not rational, no. You just yeah. crying, crying, crying. I, you scream, you cry, whatever. I put a bottle of water there. You can drink. Mm -hmm. And then when yeah. you come a bit, I'll come to you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, That's exactly different. What, yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. And there's another thing as well. I realized in terms of when you spoke about boundaries, like the, re the other day, so I finished work dead on five. I put down my headset. My son's like, can we play flashcards? I'm like, fine. So we were playing the flashcards and then we played a little, you know, cars, a car game. Through mm -hmm. the car game, I yeah. learned to figure, because I became a character and yeah. he became, in his head, I guess I was the character. So he became more open to speaking to me about what's going on with him. Yes. Then the next day he wanted to do the same thing. And I literally had to say to him, listen, honey, mummy is really, really tired. Like I've had a long day at work. 
So you're going to just play on your own today and I'm just mm-hmm. going to, you know, sort out. And literally when I communicated that with him, he responded accordingly to my surprise. You know, he kind of just done his thing and I done my oh, thing uh, nice. because I was so tired. I couldn't yeah. give another thing I think that could, that is an issue with mums. We'll be tired and exhausted and we still want to give that last piece to our kids. And that's not healthy. And then as a mom, you have to have a good beliefs in yourself so mm-hmm. you can bring on to your kids. Otherwise, you will just carry on the old dark beliefs and you don't want your kids to become like that. Exactly. And that's why, and, and that's why I what, what I mentioned earlier as well is so good that you were able to see that you wanted to make change and to, you know, those things are going to be so positive messages for your kids because they're going to see you know when there's a problem as as we said you fix it don't stay in it make it worse express your emotions healthily and so forth what words of wisdom for other mothers going through the same thing do you have what advice would you give them um I think one thing I really want to mention is um when you are become a full-time mom so usually I'll have is always want you to, oh, you have to, you need to have something you like to do and you have to have your me time. And at some point I'm so stressed out because of this. I can't find a thing I really like. Mm-hmm. And that is made me so depressed because I feel like I'm so useless. I can't even find a thing I like. So mm-hmm. I want to give advice for moms out there if you can't find a thing you really like that's fine totally fine start mm-hmm. doing things you you are not dislike because for example you like you are not against the idea of reading an article or a book then start mm-hmm. from there or you know just focus on the moment enjoy it and bring yourself into the thing you are doing like yeah. you are having a coffee then enjoy that moment just yourself with that coffee and just drink it it's so, so true yeah don't give yourself that much pressure have to find something you like because that things not working that way yeah so just gradually you will find something you want to do and then eventually you will have a goal so that's a slow process you don't need to give yourself that much pressure Exactly. I agree. Because one of the things that I want to advocate is self-care does not have to cost money Um, to start with, unless you want to like, you know, get bigger, all of that. Like for me personally, when I started to realize that I was completely, I've lost myself completely, my confidence, myself, everything. The first thing I started to do was wake up earlier because I knew that when I was waking up the same time as my son, I definitely had no time for myself. But if I woke up at like five or 5.30 or even six o'clock and make myself a coffee, the first thing I get to think about in the morning is me. Before you have children, the first thing you think about or meant to think about is yourself, whether it be getting ready for work. What I'm going to do today. Exactly. exactly. What am I going to wear? What am I going to do today at work? And what am I going to do? So why shouldn't it be the same thing when you have kids? If you wake up before them, I always, every single morning, have my coffee out back 
by myself so I don't have to think about anyone but myself and then when he wakes up I feel a lot better because I'm I've had that time and you're ready yeah yeah really you're not like drowsy because you're just waking up you already refresh exactly yeah that's really important so you don't really need to find something you really like and really want to do you can just pick up some old habits just Mm -hmm. like you say and Mm -hmm. enjoy that moment just yourself i think that's really important Mm -hmm. and that's the thing i really want to well other moms to do as well and because uh, everyone is just like me time me time me time but no what exactly like is me time me time yeah 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 Yeah. and what what um made you want to pursue becoming a personal trainer yeah because i really enjoy fitness and and i think i'm quite good at that Mm -hmm. (laughs) and um i especially i want to help some moms like me had like major surgery and Mm -hmm. then or some mom just after pregnancy and they just look at themselves and feel like oh yeah. I can't I never go back to my old self yeah and because I still remember when I stopped work uh, stop go back to exercise and time when times go past I feel my body shape getting back to my yeah. old self yeah. and that kind of feeling is a big a big achievement and mm-hmm. I want to bring that to other moms as well yeah. and then show them like if I can do it you can do it yeah. and if I have a major surgery and I can recover from that then you can yeah not, but- nothing you can't do it only your mindset you didn't set a good mindset you yeah know what I mean if yeah. you tell yourself like your mindset I can do everything I want then you can do it yeah, exactly, exactly exactly and it's so- a good it's a good way to like interact and connect with other mums to, to reaffirm yourself, your new self-belief system as well, you know, yeah. because just even me having a conversation with you, it's like, what I'm going through isn't abnormal at all. This is normal. And if yeah. it was captured more, then it would normalize the conversation of motherhood is not perfect. We are not perfect. Yes. And everybody, as I always advocate, what you as a mother is different from me as a mother. The fact of the matter is we're both mothers. Yes. We may do things differently. It doesn't mean my way is right. Your way is wrong. Your way is right. My way is wrong. It's just. Let's not. Yeah. Let's not black and white. Yeah. The there motherhood. Is, there is none. A lot of gray area. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There is a hell of a lot, you know. Yeah. Um, exactly. And I think that we should also advocate respecting each other as mothers as well and not judging other mothers no well before I was thinking and the other thing I want to advise is that don't compare yourself with social media no because Mm -hmm. that's so wrong you only see uh, probably five percent of that person's life life. Mm -hmm. yeah so why you compare yourself to them that's not fair and don't compare yourself to other moms because like you say you have your beliefs, I have my beliefs. I think have our TV is fine, but probably you think, no, it's not right. So that's really not the good way. It's only mm-hmm. the thing you want to bring to your kids. So yeah, exactly. Don't exactly. do that comparison because that's not healthy at all. No, and I used to watch, well, I still do, because it's just like a favorite pastime. I watch a lot of mummy vlogs. So mm-hmm. both uh, US 
based and UK based. And what I tended to see is that you're only showing the amazing side of motherhood. You're not showing the real authentic side of motherhood. And I don't like that because you're making people believe that what they're doing is wrong. Yeah, yeah, and also like uh, motherhood is beautiful. No, No, it's it's not not always. No, it's not always. You have a great part, but also you have a really dark part. Very dark. Yeah, like last night, my daughter just cried without any reason. And I went in, I was like, why are you crying for? I'm tired. Mm-hmm. And it's like three o'clock. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, I want water. And I said, I just pick up my bottle of water and mm-hmm. give it to her. And she said, no, I want my bottle of water. I don't want your water. I was like, Ugh. And I didn't yeah. run down two stairs and give to her. And then I feel like, realized she had a fever. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, and then you just feel bad, like I shouldn't yell at her at first mm-hmm. because she's really uncomfortable. But yeah. this kind of thing won't really show on social media. No, but it's a balance, and it's true, and yeah. it's raw, and it's real. There have been times where you know because it's just how it is. We're human beings yeah. first. Exactly. You you're okay to get things wrong. There are times when I thought my son was playing up. And it turns out, oh my God, he was actually ill. Yeah. You know, yeah, exactly. but it's, it, the, it's what you, I did thereafter. I then had the compassion and then had the like, oh my God, let me get you better. Yeah. Um, you know, so it, it, it's. It is, it is so true. Like, the social media, I always show, like, this mom's perfect, always smiling at their kids and like, mm-hmm. oh, darling, oh, I can't, I can't. <laughs> Yeah. But every time, every time I saw it, I just feel like I'm not like as gentle as like that. Yeah. I'm too rough. <laughs> yeah. But there's nothing wrong, you know. Nothing wrong with it at all. Nothing at all. And that's what I'm. I'm happy that you've highlighted that within the podcast as well. So other mothers listening know exactly. Okay. Do you know what? It, it's not just them. It resonates with all mums that this isn't and, real. And yeah. as a, my first very guest that I had said that do you realize that there, some of these mums that do this for a living blog their life it is actually their paid job so there are nannies and there are PR people and there are photographers and there are people around that purposely are perpetuating the narrative of perfect motherhood it's not like me or you who will pick up a camera and take a snap these this is their jobs they have professionals to make it look look great a certain way because it's, like, it's like a diet industry they put the labels on there and make you want to purchase something to make yourself a perfect mom but that's not true we are human being we make mistakes we have good day and bad days Nita thank you so much for joining us as a guest on the mummy warriors podcast today and sharing your story feel free to come back when you've completed your personal training journey and yeah especially English is not my first language and I'm preparing it in English so it took mm-hmm. me a long time so at the moment I'm kind of having a break but I'm going back because yeah. I'm doing the online session but I know that is my goal but go go but it's not a short term it's a long term so yeah. I'm not going to put the pressure on myself that much because I still have other things to do I can't exactly. just concentrate on that I think that's a really good thing mom has to have that balance as well definitely you can't you can't just think you can do everything no you can't no. just you only have 24 hours and the In first thing day. you yeah, exactly. And the first thing you want to do is taking care of yourself, your health, and then you can build up 
other things so thank you so much that that's definitely another thing that's important so thank you for sharing that no worries yeah all right thank you once again Nina for joining the podcast you can find Nita on Instagram and all the details will be in the description of the podcast thank you once again for listening and I will see you next week Thank you for listening in to this week's episode. Feel free to leave a comment, like and share this episode. If you want a chance to be a guest on the show, all you have to do is send me a DM on my Instagram, which is at the Mummy Warriors. See you next week.